0: Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um,
1: occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.
2: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at
3: supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply New South Wales, authorisation number tp slash
4: 01005.
1: Football, we love a good underdog story here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. And we got one earlier this week when League 2 Crawley Town upset Fulham in the Carabao Cup. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come for a club whose new owners have promised to give their fans more of a say in the team's direction. One of the people behind this movement is co-chairman and part owner Preston Johnson who joins us this morning in the wake of crawley's momentous win g'day preston thank you so much and congratulations hell of a start already
0: <laughs> thank you guys i appreciate it
1: mate talk us through it like it's a pretty momentous start for you like that's tier four league two so you, you, you're way off the top but you're beating the top teams mate um as a chairman, as a co-owner, how proud are you of, that, of, of witnessing the boys go out there and do the job?
0: I, 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 can't, I can't get into it before mentioning that we've started slow in league play. So if we could just play Premier League clubs every day, then maybe it would actually <laughs> be better for us. But yeah, we've, uh, it was actually it was pretty needed in the sense that we needed some mojo. We had lost two in a row at home in League Two and just kind of rejuvenated the the footballers the this coaching staff and now we go saturday to rochdale who's at the bottom of the table who we need to get three points from so it couldn't have come at a better time but i was um extremely impressed with a couple of things one um from the coaching staff standpoint we've been dealing with a lot of injuries which i know a lot of clubs say that but uh we've quite literally had nine of our first squad players already been hurt six at, at center back and so we've been playing some b squad guys in some of our games and they really stepped up, but we've also kind of adapted our, our style of play to one increase kind of the variance against Fulham, where we wanted to play a game that gave us the best chance in a game where we're big underdogs in, uh, and we changed our style of play pretty significantly. And so I was uh, grateful for them for kind of like putting that game plan together, and then the actual players executing it perfectly and just playing you know their minds out, and um, that's that's all you can ask for in the end. And we were lucked out; and we were on the right side and you got the victory.
3: Hey Preston, uh, have you been able to get him out of the Fox and Hounds? Are the boys still partying, or are they are they back in the training, getting ready for the next <laughs> shot at it?
0: I would say, you know, one of the good—if there is one good thing about uh, the slow start in league play, and with only one draw so far in our in our four matches—is that uh, they know that Saturday is massive for us, and so they couldn't really spend the extra time celebrating went win over Fulham. They needed to get back on track and and focus on what's next. And um, I mean, round three of the Carabao Cup isn't until November, so we have some time before we're really um sitting back in that uh, on that mindset or, or or frame mind frame. So uh, yeah, we're 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 looking ahead to Rochdale, and that's I, I know you know in training today and everything. Everyone is focused there.
1: Hey, Preston, tell us a bit about yourself, and you know, you obviously. Uh, an American and and you've gone over and and you've taken on the co-ownership and chairman of, of the Crawley Town Football Club you know tell us a bit about yourself where do you come from
0: sure I'm from uh, Southern California near Los Angeles that's where I grew up I currently live uh, in a similar area so uh, my background is actually in sports betting I was a professional better for about 12 years in on American sports I did not bet on global football. But um, I kind of parlayed that into uh, starting a company last year in the like, crypto NFT space and that had some success, which uh, our network then looked forward to like, hey, we should be doing something with a sports team. And then that's where Carly Town came uh, was the, the EFL2 club. So uh, we've kind of just, I, I've been deviating and pivoting, but uh, my, my, my true background is in analytics, running models and pricing markets and trying to find edges wherever we can. And that's kind of a similar approach to our underlying football operations is very data driven, analytically driven kind of the money ball side of it all, Um, which at least too, we think there's still at least somewhat a decent edge at and, you know, ultimately over time will give us an opportunity to win and, and achieve promotion.
1: So, so are you are you paying in eth or or bitcoin or or how are you paying the players
0: oh (laughs) (laughs) no everyone's paid in that i was like man that was one of the things right when we acquired the club everyone was like oh no watch out prolly town is tied to the volatility of bitcoin uh that's not that's not the case we we bought the club in cash in uh pounds uh we paid cash like it's you know we had to pass like a fit and proper owners and directors test we had to put expected losses for the club into the club account for two seasons ahead of time um, so we're, we're, we're resourced in cash I know that was, there was there's a few articles that referenced how if crypto crashes then you know the solvency of the club will be at stake that's just not the case but uh, you know maybe one day there'll be players that request to be paid in cryptocurrency I don't think we're quite there yet but uh, we'll see
3: so so where do you sit with uh, Ryan Gosling and Wrexham? Do you, do you go out and party catch up on all the all the gossip back in the states? <laughs>
0: We uh we actually have a connection to one of the the people in their group. I've never spoken to Ryan directly or Rob but uh, one, one thing we do want to try to do and they're a division below us but they almost got they almost were promoted last year. We were kind of rooting for them too so we could have a little rivalry between us uh, in league two but they're still in the national league but regardless I think we want to do uh, a friendly in Los Angeles next summer against Wrexham and it'd be pretty fun for people at least the the player side and coaching side to travel and visit california and, and play a game and probably find some like sponsors to help cover some of the costs and maybe we can even get it on espn plus or something so people can tune in but that would be something we're gonna we're gonna talk to them try to make happen who knows it's, it's not like a guarantee i just, just throwing it out there we've had early discussions
2: hey Preston i i'm, I'm a fan of the american sports scene and a guy i've followed on and off for a while is herella vulgaris and Obviously he was yep. with the Mavs and you'll be well aware of what he's done. Obviously similar sort of analytic stuff as you. Maybe I'm guessing, I'm not too sure. But I just saw a Kurt Goldsbury article just this morning that he's bought a Spanish football team in one of the low leagues. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but is there, a, is, is there a group of you kind of doing the same thing at the same time or is this just a coincidence? Like, Is this something that Americans are getting into, global football?
0: I think... Um, Partly yes, partly no. The partly yes is I think there's been a lot of Americans and ownership groups that have uh, gone to global football just to, I mean, investing in a sports franchise slash you know football club in general.
1: No. Oh, he's back. Oh.
3: Hey <laughs> there just hopping out of his Uber by the sound of
5: it <laughs> he's just got into the parking
3: garage well it's either that or a limo he's <laughs> having the door open it over you've wow. arrived sir maybe a Tisler uh,
0: here he I think his, his club is second or third division in Spain so I imagine uh her just finding similar types of opportunities with the analytics side and, and edges that they can exploit to move up and win. Um, our, our pitch is like different in the sense that we, we're, you know, we call Wagner United the Internet's team. We wanted to use NFTs to bridge the gap for a remote fan to have a team that they could root for and tell a cool story um, starting from League Two and maybe, you know, moving up and achieving promotion to the championship or Premier League one day. And so we use NFTs as kind of like a virtual season ticket for fans no matter where they live internationally to have Crawley Town as, as a, a club that they can root for. And so that's kind of partly, I think, different from some of these other American groups that are just buying clubs and hoping for the best.
1: Mm, so as an owner and as a chairman of, of the club, you probably already touched on it slightly there, but what are, what are your aspirations for this club? Like realistically, where do you want Crawley Town to get to? You know, where, where, where would you like to see Crawley Town in a couple of years?
0: Sure. So I think, you know, Evan Smith, the other co-chairman, and I actually came out uh, when we acquired the club and said, if we're not promoted in the first two seasons, the fans could vote us out. And so, you know, so one thing we see not only in in English football, but just globally in sport, American sports, is you have owners that come in and say things like we're going to do this. Um, But there's no downside. There's no accountability. So we thought it was important that the owners have accountability here. Um, you know, generally it's a general manager or a head coach that just gets sacked or fired and the owner, nothing happens, right? They still get to own the club or the team. So for us, we that was important And our ambitions are to get promoted in these first two seasons. Um, from there, you know, we think at the very least that we can build a sustainable model at the championship level, a sustainable model, just because at that level, everyone's overspending and trying to make the jump to the premier league. That's a dream. It's possible. We've seen clubs like Bournemouth do it. Brentford's done it. Uh, even Brighton over a longer uh, time horizon has done it. So we've seen League Two to Premier League happen. Uh, But we think at the very least, you know, in five to seven years, we can be a club that's at least sustainable at the championship level if we're able to do things um, the right way and spend efficiently in in all of those uh, items. And, like, just to throw a few out there, just for context, like, We didn't have a full-time goalkeeper coach last year we didn't have a strength and conditioning coach that had actual experience working with football clubs previously we didn't have a chef Uh, we didn't have a video analyst like we we were adding all of these basic like infrastructure um items just to help professionalize the club so that as we grow and you know we added two coaches manager kevin betsy and dan macichi as the assistant from arsenal and from the english youth um developmental teams just to the national teams just to help kind of make our ambitions a reality and and do it in the right way as opposed to just paying for a bunch of players and hoping we get lucky on promotion it's a mix of everything right so we have a a good strong foundation
3: hey you're up against Rochdale this week on the outskirts of Manchester what what is it like um you go from Fulham and playing the Premier League teams to going back to your, your league two and playing Rochdale what's it like heading to Rochdale
0: it's a good question. I've never been, to be honest. So I'm brand new to the whole uh, England slash UK scene. But uh, and, I, and I just had a newborn. So I'm actually back in the States now. I've been in probably for the last three weeks, but I just flew back. Um, so I will not be at the game, but I, I can I can ask everyone else how it is. But the, the actual mindset is, is luckily because we've performed poorly in league play um like i said I, I used the word focus a bunch earlier but the the club and the players and the coaching staff is focused on rushdale i think we know we're the better team we have more quality we're coming off of a big win that should you know boost our spirits and ultimately you know russia they just sacked their manager last week i believe um they're kind of in a in a situation that's dire and they're going to be desperate and, and trying to, to win so we can't take them lightly on this you know on this, on the other hand so uh we'll see how it goes It's a, it's, it's not that far of a travel we traveled to scotland for a Uh, preseason friendly. We've traveled to Carlisle already this year, which is even further. So they're, they're accustomed to some travel at this point.
2: A couple of things just to wrap it up here, Preston. Now We've got a text message all the way in New Zealand on our text line, double eight double three, which says, The blocker says hi to the sports cheater, a.k.a. Preston Johnson. Have Crawley Town top seven for big money. Not great so far in league, but fill and win was huge. Come on, boys. So you've got support all the way down here. I don't know. Um, that's, that's kind of like global language of sports betting, I guess. And the other thing I was wondering is how many Ted Lasso jokes are you getting?
0: <laughs> so, you know, our initial pitch to some of our friends and, and business partners was one line it was moneyball meets ted lasso on crypto cocaine and within about 45 minutes we had the money to buy a club so uh that, but to, to be quite frank though it's it's outside of the actual Ted Lasso, where you actually, I mean, the show itself skips over the point where to coach, you have to have your badges and be qualified and pass tests. And, you know, it's, it's actually not a possibility. Well, there's maybe one loophole that we looked into a little bit. But the point is, like, the Ted Lasso of it is that there's, like, a media content arm to this where we're trying to reach uh, a bigger audience than just the local fan base. And if, you know, there in England, there's another club five miles away. So locally, they're pretty capped on how they can expand. We're just trying to change the way in which, uh, we do that, you know, by uh, implementing and pivoting from the traditional model to a more broad global model like this.
1: We've got a message on the on the text machine from Brenton. He wants to ask you, what does it cost to to buy a club?
0: We, i don't even think it's public actually what we paid for it so if he uh it, it, it i'm being serious otherwise i would say because our whole thing is about being open and transparent and letting fans have a say but uh this one's actually never been discussed but you can i mean you can probably start googling around and see uh, a few speculative numbers that are maybe uh, if i recall a little high but somewhere in the range i'll just leave it at that
1: nice oh we appreciate you coming on Preston, and. Um talking to us about Crawley Town. Hopefully they can get to where you would love to get them to. And all the best for the Carabao Cup and going back to League Thank two, you so much. You can transition your Carabao Cup form to League and uh, get some wins under your belt. Thank you so much, mate.
0: I appreciate it. Take care.
2: Cheers. Wow. Fascinating, boys. That's really interesting, Joey. Well done there. That's uh, Joe in the kitchen who's who scooped that for us. That is really interesting, and it ticks a lot of boxes of where sports going, and you're not, and like uh, the new edge of sports fandom and professional sports is being more than just a club and trying to get some of these historic and rich filled with history clubs that have done it in years gone by trying to give them a shot in the arm with something a little bit different um whatever you think about crypto he made the point this isn't about crypto this is about creating a story and telling a story and giving some of that american juice to the you know some european clubs which are not where they once were i think that was fascinating and he doesn't sound like he's just in it for a quick money grab as well, Kempy. Nah. You can tell that he's, like, actually got... And these analytics guys, you've got to think, they're talking not two, three-year plans. They're talking 10, 20, 30-year plans, and you could hear that. Can we get him to buy the Warriors?
3: Like, seriously? Well, I, th- I think, you know, if you look at what uh, is a fastest-growing sport... Um, You've got the Americans, the Glazers. Of course, you've got Ryan Gosling going go to Wrexham and buy them, and now you've you've got this guy with the, the NFTs and the cryptocurrency purchasing a English shock. The the goal is EPL, hundred percent. That's where they that's where they want to go. And someone as smart as uh, Preston, he thinks he can get there from a, from a Division Two, which isn't easy, which isn't easy to do. So, um, Ryan Reynolds and uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds Giz says. Reynolds, Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Sorry, not Ryan Gosling. Yep. Yes. Um, but you know, just to just to think that those guys, you know, have the money to purchase a um, a div-, div two team and take it on that ride into into the EPL. You make the EPL, you you make millions, mate. Just on that. That's why it's so hard to stay up there when those teams first get in there.
1: Oh, Ryan Re- Reynolds broke my heart when he married Black Lively. Oh. Anyway. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <I just laughs>
2: Wait, that, that's that, very, Ameri- mate, that's very just, American of you. I just saw Daisy <laughs> ah, come she's... and drop
1: you a coffee and give you a little yeah, morning kiss. That's my that's my black lively there. She just came in and, and livened up
3: my morning, and I love it. So <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: that's really not, that's best... really
3: nice though, Daggy. That's really nice though. You'd like Daisy gets up and walks across the wet grass with your nice hot coffee where you're working every morning we see her deliver that coffee that's you know pretty special it
1: is it is cool she's a lovely girl and um, I'm very grateful and very lucky she makes my life a hell of a lot easier because she was away yesterday and wow Oh it's drained eh? <laughs> She does this every day so. <laughs> Very appreciative of my wife And all mothers out there Because you do a fantastic job
2: Nice stuff boys uh, 23 minutes past 8 Here at Kimis Warehouse Great savings myself? every day Yeah that was very good Very 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 good And you meant it From the bottom of your heart And if you've got any thoughts Or queries about Preston Johnson And what he's doing with Crawley Town Come through on double eight double three Or 0800 we'll get that up online Hopefully he can share it Because uh, I thought that was fascinating Well done Joey Yet again Back after this with Off the Back Fence. Texts are steaming in. Uh, somebody says, oh, Mark says, great PJ 100%. Uh, yes, but also Boycott NZR, <laughs> says an unnamed texter. And Richard says, Louis, it sounded like your high pitched voice until Araha got into her work. Thank you, uh, Dicko. <laughs> Appreciate that one. All right, Kempe, let's talk some racing.
3: Yep, and there oh. is no other horseman, he that we'd rather have on the show. And we know that oh. your account has hit a bit of an iceberg lately because we've got him back to work out where the the value is this weekend. He's got plenty running, and uh, he's got, I think, three in the Foxbridge this weekend. So uh, he joins us on the radio this morning. Morena, Sheikh Al-Sharok. I love that. Morena,
5: Kenby. It's good to see you're out of bed early.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, on a regular basis these days, Alan. You know, so... uh, Mate, you've got three It'd this It's quite a
5: rarity for you, pal. Um, now, I want to square up a couple of things here. Okay. <laughs> you stop the Broncos. Now, boys, I want you to listen to this. He stopped the Broncos. This is yeah. Kempi, who, who just is a perpetual loser. I'll tell you that now. And I know for sure he never backed Black Caviar, because it never got beat. Okay? So, put that in place. Now... Daggy says to me last week, you wouldn't go and watch Taranaki. They'll get a hiding oh. but The beer was cold, the food was good, and hello, New Zealand, we won. And <laughs> and that a great day, uh, and,
2: and, oh. and hello, New Zealand. 100% for the day for Shake El-Sharok.
3: <laughs> so, uh, you're so, not bad.
1: Al, you inspired yeah. Taranaki. You inspired... Oh, Taranaki. I don't know how you did that,
5: but you did it.
2: Lifted them like James.
5: How do you well, inspire I tell you what, you wouldn't have your horses to be in the this weekend? In the dead ball line after uh, Taranaki scored, because our booth, our corporate box was right there, and Doc was giving them a fair old back So I don't think that helped them too much, as <laughs> Yeah.
3: Hey mate, you got you got oh. plenty running this weekend. Obviously, the Foxbridge is a big one for you. Just tell us a little bit about uh, your runners out.
5: Um, they've all, all trained good. Um, run probably very similar times for the last two weeks. I'll probably put Butler on top, boys. He's got less bad marks against him. Uh, talking to Butch, they've got rain there last night and rain today, so he believes it's a 115 116 track. Um, but we've all got to beat Imperatrice, let's face it. But I'm hoping the second up bogey gets her and I can be competitive with my three. But... You know, Darcy LaBella, we've all forgotten her. Um, she never coped with the 1400 here in that real sticky ground. She'd done nothing wrong before that, boys. Um, and Tavi Mac's never been beaten fresh up. Last year, I gave him a race. He won that at Otecky and was some substandard in the Foxbridge. So I've left him fresh, um, done a lot of work with his back and his joints. So
2: Phone died.
1: Oh, your phone, oh, typical.
3: Phone died. Did I put it on the charger? Uh, phone that, died. That is typical. That is typical. That is so typical, How many times
1: Alan. he's done this? Are <laughs> you
3: kidding me? Uh, and His I love done. having the last say. I love having oh. the last say because, yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it, but I thought he was going to bring up the flight oh, I, re- I went down to New Plymouth last Saturday. I was meant to go to the game, so, oh, um, and I, that flight didn't make it.
5: That only oh, left you didn't more charge your phone uh, again. <laughs> yeah, that left more beer for us and more food. I was quite pleased to see him get to Wyoming <laughs> and
2: fly back the other way. Hey, hey yeah. Al, <laughs> Al, hey, I, I I think outside of Imperatriz and Tavi Mac, actually all yours took a bit of cash straight away, as they tend to do, but Tavi Mac seemed like a fair enough price if he is good. And, like, as a punter, you, you make the point, four from four fresh and we know he can do it this time of year. Typically, you you said you've worked pretty long and hard on his issues. Is there any way to know whether he's back somewhere near his best?
5: Um, well, I've even got manipulator coming today to to do some work on him and the other two. To be honest, just uh, you know, Israel would have had a lot of that going on when he was playing rugby, so it's not going to hurt him, is it? You know, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with him, Louis. I am. Um, you know, it's it looks her race to lose. But like I say, is she going to be happy at 115, 116? Second up can cause an issue. Um, yeah, it's it's race on, isn't it? Really.
1: Well, Al has two things. Has Jam lost any weight? How's that looking? And where's Fleming? Uh-huh. I heard a message come through. Fleming, just ask me.
5: Uh, yeah, he just walked past me. He looks portly, like his owner. <laughs> um, and, and Fleming's had two gallops back. He'll run the air in the sixty-five nine ninety on the seventeenth, so he's going super. Geez, we he's are getting
3: good. old when you're using a word like portly. <laughs> See <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I hate Port 2 just quietly We've had plenty of that um, Yeah day. we
5: had a few runs on that for a while yeah.
2: hey, Obviously the Naki copped a bit of rain Because I've bumped Harwood So it's good that we're not losing it But we've bumped it to Sunday So Cherry Rose and Arasena were meant to be there today um, Are they still going there Or are you thinking of taking Cherry Rose to Awapuni?
5: No, she'll definitely wait for her, And I think boys she's a winning chance He's worked super on Tuesday. That field to me looks probably an easier race for her. I don't like the inside bend at our Pooney that much. Just ask me needs a run heading towards the couch, so he'll run there. Um I see so i haven't got a rider for the obvious favourite Cork. But um on real bad ground if they race Louie, just ask me finds another leg and um He'll keep coming So he'll get us a cheque And it may be the major cheque Who knows
2: Yeah no I I, look, I I completely agree with you And the other thing is You're probably not a half bad person To ask this this no deduction situation Paired with the $2000 minimum bet That the TAB have introduced um, That's pretty curious isn't it It's good for smart punters And especially when you look at horses Like Cork Which if you don't have a rider booked And the track's going to be really bad They reckon she's pretty talented You might not be taking her Don't know Just speculating all of a sudden, three eighty for Just Ask Me around those prices, it, it becomes a very popular proposition, doesn't it?
5: It does. I, I sort of scan through that field, Louie. There's a few that handle it, but they're really out of form. Um, and Cork looks a leg up with five kilos off our boy. Um, but as I say, no rider down, so who knows whether they're running or what's going on
3: there. Hey, Al, just, um, we're just going to tack right, OK? Not left, tack right. We're going to tack right this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. the all blacks, mate. Fozzie, you you're a fan, like we've we've been asking that question this morning for keeping Fozzie on. How, how do you think they'll go against Argentina this weekend?
5: Um, I'd be disappointed if they didn't put fifteen twenty on him. Um, after the result in South Africa, and I think that result saved Fozzie, let's be honest, boys. And I think his players backed him and, and uh the rugby heen had no option but to retain him. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. His winning strike rate falls. He's ain't great, but uh, once again, they think he's a good fella. Well, they all say he's a good fella, but um, you've got to make choices. So, um, yeah, it's
3: still up in the air a bit, isn't it, really? Yeah. No. Well, that's uh, – yeah, let's hopefully – that does. we don't have any more issues before between now and the World Cup. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning on S E N Z L and all the best for the weekend, especially the Foxbridge with your three runners. Go well, shake. And come on, Jam. No. Let's get that one home.
5: No See ya, See ya,
1: boys. 100% for the day for Sheikh Al Sharok.
3: T Lee. That was great. Now, I talked to Al about that. He said, yep, T Lee came up with that name for me. And I just think it's one of the greatest names that T Lee has come up for anybody. Yeah.
2: The Sheikh of Taranaki. He's got a big hand to play this weekend. Bed of the weekend, Cherry Rose, if you can wait till Hawardah on Sunday. I want them to give me my money back now so I can have a bet tomorrow as well.
1: <laughs> Right now, we've been waiting all morning for this. He's delayed it, he's made us wait, but he's done the job. Jason Ryan, well, 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 the man around town. They're calling him the Ford's whisperer, the pick lock to unshackle any pack. So good to finally be able to welcome All Blacks Ford coach, Jace. Coach is here, Ryan. Morena, Jace, Thank you for coming on.
6: Uh, morning, morning, Izzy. Uh, great. Um, great to be on, mate. Great to be chatting. How are you?
1: Yeah, good, mate. It's been a couple of weeks, Jay, since you've um, you've been in, in amongst the, the group, the All Blacks. So I'm hearing uh, whispers of, wow, you read everything, mate. They're loving the impact, um, what you've been able to bring to the All Blacks team, mate. Has, has it been any different from what you've done in the past? And how have you unlocked this forward pack?
6: Oh, look, there's, <laughs> there's still a little bit of work to do, um, to be fair. But, um, oh, look, you just got to be pretty honest and pretty direct. It's what the low numbers thrive on, um, and just just give them a little bit of certainty and a couple of key areas that clearly needed um, we needed to make some shifts on, and we believe we've we've made a couple of um, a couple of steps in the right direction, um, which which is great. But um, yeah, the boys have the boys have bought into what we're trying to achieve, and and, and they believe in it, which which is important. So um, yeah, as I said, we, there's still a few key areas we've got. We have got to tidy up, but uh, I'm pretty happy that we are at.
3: Yep. Hey, Jace, mindset of the of the players uh, since you've been in there. Where's it at on your spectrum leading into the World Cup, and and how much improvement have you got left?
6: Oh yeah, we've got um, plenty of improvement left, and, and we have to have. Um, you know, every day we're we're really striving to challenge each other, and every meeting we, we're, we're you know we're we're challenging that as well. That's sort of been a bit different for the boys that. They've got to be on their toes, and um, I'm challenging everyone, whether or not they've, you know, played one test or over 100. Um, the room's got to be, you know, thriving to be better. And you know, we know that you know the World Cup obviously is going to come around really quick, Kimpi. But uh, it's really important that we just stay on task for each day and and each test, and, and particularly the Argentina. They bring a different threat uh, to what the box do.
1: Okay, Jace, look, you, you've been in, in the Crusaders for a very long time. You're a very, um, you know, coach that's had, had a lot of experience. You, you've got a lot of knowledge in the game. But have you had to evolve how you coach heading heading into the All Blacks, making that step up? And have you felt the different level from going from the Crusaders up to the, to the international arena?
6: Yeah, I think you've always got to evolve um, as a coach. You either got to get, you know, you get better or you get beaten. So I think that um, yeah, I've been pretty pretty high on my own standards and knew that, you know, obviously I could bring a little bit of knowledge, but the test arena is a lot different. And, um, you know, you're not trying to to win competitions and, and build competition points every week. You've got to win a test match every Saturday. So uh, that's unique in its own and, and how you challenge the players and set them up to succeed so they understand their role and can execute their skill sets under a lot more pressure. So... That means you've got to evolve your meetings and and just make sure that you're concentrating on the critical few and not filling them up with information that's not really needed.
3: Mm. Hey Jason, attitude to the change to the to the implementation of your style. How are the players handled it? Is everyone bought into the the Jason Ryan philosophy?
6: Oh, it's a good question, Kimpy. I guess you'd have to ask them really. I, I think that um, as I said before, we've you know, I've tried to make some shifts and. Uh, we're definitely a very honest four pack, I'll tell you that much. Um, I, I really pride myself on that lot, not avoiding the hard things. Um, if it's a discussion at training or if something needs to be sorted out pretty instantly, we we get onto that. But, you know, they'd that, be the ones that, you know, you'd probably ask. And, you know, I, I think any all black team, it's probably never always a happy environment. There's always someone that's, um, you know, not overly happy because that's high performance. Um, yeah. that, you know, everyone wants to wear the black jersey every week, but reality is they can't. Um, so, so what you do and how you review your trainings with the boys that aren't getting game time becomes important. But um, it is what it is, and yeah, we just get on with it.
1: Hey, Jace, uh, the one of the big, um, you know, downfalls for the Irish team was rolling more, and you've, you've stated that in your first press so You come out and said we're going to stop mores You've done a great job, and as a fullback, try and explain how and why you've been able to do that, it's impossible. So, are you able to shed some light on some of the corrections or some of the things that you've you've put added to this team to be able to get in there and stop them all? Because we saw South Africa; that is their weapon, and you did a fantastic job of, of nullifying that that
6: area. Yeah, we did. We, you know, every team that you play moves differently, so it's not one. It's not one system. Um, you've got to understand, I guess, what the cues are. And that's what you sort of get with a little bit of experience. The, and I've challenged the players to make sure that they understand what they're looking for defensively, but also in our attacking side of it as well. But, yeah, look, there's, I think there's been a little bit of chat around that. But it's... Um, Is
1: it more by you know, view, Jace? Is it more like just uh, getting in there and, and wanting to no, stop no, the no. more
6: more than the other one? No, it's a lot more than that. It's, uh, you know, your technical and, you know, your height and your timing, where you stand and all that sort of thing becomes, you know, really important and, and, and who's beside you and what they're, yeah. they're doing and, and just a little bit of anticipation, which is no different than any defensive system or, you know, in the game as well. It's the same with Stormy, how he runs his D. You've got to be able to see the pitches. and But yeah. you got to understand the system and, and that's what the boys um, are buying into. But it does change a wee bit.
3: That's good to hear, Jace, That the buy-ins there. I just want to ask a question about Jason Ryan and where where has your shift happened as far as raising your own personal bar and coaching after joining the All Blacks team, going from Super Fifteen and in, into the All Blacks. How have you been able to do do that, Jace? How have you been able to raise your bar? Yeah,
6: it's a, mate, you're on fire with your questions this morning, Kimpy. you're real deep. It's good stuff. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I think I think. Um, the first thing anyone that knows me, I, I I just be myself, and and I I think if you do that and you, you're not Good you know man. trying to pretend you know things, like I don't know everything, and I I tell the boys that, but I think you know to raise the bar and, and both ends of the bar, you need to be able to be growing everyone as well, and mm. you know I've got a couple of key people that I always connect with to make sure I'm grounded and make sure I'm not getting ahead of myself and. Just challenging the all black, all black Ford Pack and asking them what do they really want to achieve, and once I know that, well then we can help achieving it together. And I think that's how you, you know, you raise the bars every day and but but raise both ends of it, um, not just one end of the bar. And, and I think that you've always got to be evolved, evolving as a coach. You've always got to be challenging yourself to be better. And, and like I said at the start, mate, you, you just got to be honest with the boys and. And look after them and care about them. I'll never have yeah. a crack at any of my players publicly, and but yeah. I'll have a conversation if I need to um, over a coffee and, and we'll get it sorted out. Yeah, mate. One thing that you bring, bring in droves, mate, is honesty.
1: You're up front, you're confronting. and yeah, That's what we love about you, mate. Just quickly going to ask you about the, the coaching group. Uh, how have you enjoyed coaching with Scotty? Um, you got Fiki there and Fozzie. You know, Fozzie, how has he impressed you over the last... Uh, A couple of weeks you've been involved.
6: Yeah, I think that the boy, you know, we're really connected. Like anything, you've you've got to have, uh, you've got to have certainty of role clarity first and foremost of who's doing what, and and, and we've we've definitely got that. Um, But we've also got, you know, the ability to change lanes a little bit, where you can (laughs) come into someone else's lane and challenge something. um, Yeah. You know, to be better, and you've got to be able to not be too precious about that if someone does ask you, because usually it's. Because they care and they want the All Blacks to be better in whatever area it is. You know, yep. Joe Smith's come in; he's hugely experienced, and um, you know he's just owned the grass, and that's been great.
1: Nice, nice, Jason. We love you, honestly, mate. Um, how many tickets you had to buy this week?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of extras. Um, yeah. It's good when your son rings you up like the day before. You got any spare tickets, Dad? Yeah, how many are you after? Oh, 12.
3: Oh, <laughs> Those aren't spare, son.
4: Oh, mate. Typical I'll give you Ollie, two. <laughs> hey, <laughs> tip- Send him the link to Ticket.
1: Now go get a job. Yeah, love it. Hey, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on, mate. Really proud of you. and uh the change and the difference you've made in such a short period of time. Um, mate gives us confidence. So keep up the great work. Go well this weekend against Argentina and uh we'll catch up soon, brother.
6: Uh good work. Cheers Izzy and uh thanks, Ken, Be Great to talk to you anytime. Cheers yeah, boys. Good man, Jason. There he is,
3: Good yeah, work,
1: boys. Good work, Kimpy. You you got his mind stimulated, you're thinking, he's like, Oh, that's deep. He loves deep questions, loves it.
3: Jeez, he want to sp- spend a night with me on the beer who was the last bloke? <laughs> who,
1: who was a hey,
2: pop, pop quiz who was the last bloke that reacted to a question like that from kempy oh yeah mr <sighs> mr razor rudder razor razor they're so razor.
3: similar yeah.
2: eh oh you know what i yeah. like
3: a you know what i like about when you talk when you're talking sort of coaching philosophies to people like jace ryan is they're so honest
1: mm.
3: you know he's he like, he, he's not cliched like he's there's no cliches around him like the, mm. the, like the way he answered he said look I'm not going to bag my players publicly, but if I need to have say a word to them, I'm going to tell them, you know? And we like being challenged as coaches, and and sometimes you step on each other's toes, but we're going to say it. You know what I mean? I'm just sitting here going, what a breath of fresh air.
1: Breath of fresh air, mate. They'll be really loving his input. And particularly all the other teams, like I've heard from Cole, I've heard Colsey and Sam Kane reference just how awesome and stimulating he's been. He asks the hard questions and demands excellence. It doesn't matter who you are, like you heard it. You played a hundred tests, Sammy Whitelock. I'll rip you out. I'll rip you out, mate, and I'll say it in front of if you don't do your job. And that's what Steve Hanson did. And that's got what created edge and got the best out of all of his team and his players. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to play for them because you never wanted to let them down. Wayne Smith was that guy for me. Never want to let him down because wow, he could rip my head off.
2: Uh we're not afraid to be precious and we're not afraid to change lanes, skimping and that's what you're referencing. It's just so cool. Um, and we've clipped that last little bit, the last little line. Anytime, boys.
3: There you go. Anytime, Jase, Ryan. There you go, Chris. You heard it here on on the breakfast hey, with hey, Lizzie and
1: Kempe. He actually said that. He actually said that to me a while, back. he said, I'll, I'll, I'll come on your guys' show. Anytime, just flip me a message. So he's always available.
2: And it will be a lot easier once that, and to be f- again, to be fair, we can't. we can't just neglect the fact that they have had a lot of pressure overhanging from NZR and elsewhere, now there is strategy there is structure, Fozzie's through the World Cup Joe Schmidt, Jace Ryan, Stormy McLeod, Greg Feek in there as well Um, yeah, let's back them and that's what people said on our show this morning on the Choices Flooring poll, Choices Flooring's Adobe Hybrid Collection, the water resistant flooring choices, our Choices Flooring poll is approaching, I've got a question for you about Ian Foster they'll want to lob out but before we get there, do you remember this from earlier in the week? Izzy and Kimpi and everybody? Do
3: you think you'll feel the love here
6: in Christchurch? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure. It's, um, it's great to be here.
2: With the context of everything that happened over the last couple of weeks, it's understandable why um, Christchurch journalists would be wondering how Fozzie is feeling. Down there in the Garden City, Rays understandably devastated to miss out after, by all accounts, the contracts were drawn up until 12 minutes down South Africa was the ace up the sleeve for Fozzie and his staff. So, do you feel the love, Fozzie? It made me wonder, and it actually threw me back to one of my favourite live stage shows, one of the best works of Disney art of all time. So we got in the lab, and we cooked something up.
4: He was told to surrender every single day. With the heat of lose or win, can he find a way? One South African moment, and it saw him through. Was it enough for this restless warrior? To make peace with you, can you feel the love fuzzy? Even from ends in was it enough? For this one-eyed country, who wanted? can you feel the love fuzzy now that it's late to rest is it enough to make haters and can believe your
3: How good. How good. Aroha, oh, fuck you, you fuck are you. a star.
1: That was unreal. Thank you, Aroha. What a beautiful voice.
3: Aroha?
4: So <laughs> I'm not talking to any of you. <laughs> come on. I can't hear you. That was you. so good. You're very kind. Goosebumps.
1: When I was at home, I actually said to my wife, come on, come and listen to Aroha. And we sat down on the couch and we had to listen, mate. That was cool. That was
4: oh, cool. Daisy, I'm sorry.
2: Hey that, Mark That was even better today Mark There's no need for that many O's and O. Oh no Alright <laughs> On double eight double three That is just rude And I will not accept Or tolerate that sort of I don't know Very well done But guys do you know what he's I mean probably Like, probably saying no
1: to Fozzie
2: Yeah yeah <laughs> That's right He's a cantab <laughs> or a hater Do you think he's feeling <laughs> yeah, the
4: love? I don't think Fozzie feels love, except when he's in... Well, do you think he'll feel the love after that song?
3: I think he's feeling relief. I
4: think he's... F- I, I, think
3: I think he's feeling relieved.
1: I think enjoy
3: that. I want to send him the link after this. Oh, don't you... as <laughs> Dad. Yes! Yes! Well, let's, let's make Step sure... Away. Kez, Twitter, Goodbye. Instagram, the whole lot.
2: Twitch, oh. TikTok, everything. Thank you, Araha. That,
3: um,
1: that was cool.
2: All right. Well, I did initially give it to both of you guys, but you both ducked me, which is fair enough. So Aroha she stepped up, and my choice is for a poll today. On the back of that, in the SENZ app, if you want to go there and please have your choice. Are you fully behind Fozzie going into this test match? Here are your options. Nice and simple. Yes, no, don't care. You've boycotted NZR. Are you fully <laughs> behind Ian Foster now? Yes. Yes. Is of he? Of course.
1: Yeah. I've got his back. Yeah, 100%. No, we've moved on, and I've made the decision. We've got to support the boys. Uh, you know, he's been given the, 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 the reins,
2: so let's support him. Yeah. Well, PJ's come through straight away. Morning, boys. I'm not convinced the All Blacks are back. Your confidence is based off one win in South Africa. If, you're, if you look took your black-tinted glasses off, it was very patchy, so go on the mighty All Blacks, but I'm not putting any cash on it. That's PJ. What do you think? uh 811 or double eight double three? are you fully behind Ian Foster now? He has been given the car keys all the way through to the World Cup because I know we kind of, and, and look, as Ian Kempe, you guys are fully entitled to be, um, but what do you think? And I'm, there's no right answer. If you're not, I don't really care either. I just want to know. I want to know. I want to get the pulse of the nation when we talk about Ian Foster here. And if you don't care because you're just so sick of it, let us know as well. <laughs>